0: I don't know what
1: kind of footphones do they still make? Is it like a track phone?
0: I need to know. I need to know. We're gonna figure. We're gonna get this figured out. He wanted. He, so he told good. me to call him in to drop, so he could drop in a Duval. But I think at this point, it's like, how do you have? This is this is what's so annoying. He's not even gonna pick up this damn phone call If I was him (laughs) So I thought you were gonna uh, I was really really expecting your voicemail to be uh, leave a do after the beep Um, If it's not you should seriously consider that and then you do all until the mic obviously fades out. Well I hope you like this message Barrett. We're back with another exciting episode of LTC. Joining us tonight we have Aaron out in Memphis, Mississippi and myself. Hello beautiful Southern California. We got, I see we got a Michelob. Yes. I've converted to being a ranch water guy. Ah. I got my Lakers koozie on, obviously, as you know, a huge Lakers homer, as everybody knows me to be. I had um, no idea. Pretty exciting moves lately, you know? I would say I, I feel a little reinvigorated, like, when one pal Gasol was traded to the Lakers from the Memphis Grizzlies, you know what I'm saying?
1: Helps the Grizzlies out, that's for sure.
0: And as we know, the Grizzlies are the Lakers farm system. It's a you still yet to explain to me how that makes any sense. Well, you know. If You know, you know. It's one of those things. Has, uh, have you been keeping up at all with any of the, the Super Bowl coverage, the Super, hashtag Super Bowl week, with, uh, with God bless football in the show?
1: This week I have had zero time to catch up with any. So There's no.
0: Anything. No? Okay. Yeah, with like the whole – Daughter, you still have a daughter, right? The whole daughter thing going on. She's not 18 yet. Who? Daughter, oh, yes. in the daughter. Oh, yes. I thought you house. said the dog. Oh, no. You have a dog? No. Oh, okay. Just frogs. No. Yeah. They're all hiding Well, mm-hmm. it's cold. I'll be.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they'll be back in full force, I'm sure.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm So have you been watching any good docs lately, any good documentaries? We, we've, we've talked about them before. Um, I just saw those ones on the, was it the Murdoch's? You know, I have not watched that. That's
1: one I actually would kind of watch. I'm typically not a big documentary guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't mind if they're really, I, I, the documentaries that are more like the movies that they've just like, kind of based like a documentary. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like where there's actors acting out what actually happened.
0: Yeah, that, that's right. what they did with that. What is it, the Bernie Madoff one? That's how that one was. Mm. It was like interview oh. clips with like act being acted out. Yeah, they found a guy that looked just like him. It was crazy. That's
1: huh. Like- yeah. No, I so no, I have not. I've I've listened to coming back. I guess when we were coming back from Texas after the New Year, I listened to some like true crime type stuff, but that's about it. Where'd
0: you go in Texas?
1: Uh, To Lydia's family's down in, well, north of Houston.
0: Mm, H-Town. That's right.
1: We were there again last week. For a little while, that's why I wasn't on.
0: Mm, Where was I
1: last? No. Last week... Oh, no. La- what was I doing last Friday? We were out of town last Friday. I just don't remember where. Friday before that, we were in um, Houston. Friday before that, we were in Denver. Next Friday, we'll be in
0: Austin. So, just. That's pretty exciting. So, oh. lots of Texas time, huh? And then some Denver time?
1: It, yeah. I mean, we're regular old jet setters, I reckon.
0: Wow. Racking up the, racking up the points? Or are you guys driving?
1: no we're we're flying i mm. the especially anywhere pa- I can do a Houston drive like once a year, maybe twice, but I'm just it's it's the most boring drive in the world because mm-hmm. like, <laughs> there's a, the, basically you get down to Louisiana and then you're literally on the exact same road and it's flat. And straight as can be through Louisiana. Then you get to Texas and it's just a bunch of little windy two lane highways in the middle of nowhere and it's not scenic. And, you know, I normally am not one to complain about a speed limit that's too fast, mm-hmm. but a two lane curvy highway with a speed limit of 85 miles or not 85, 75 miles an hour is a bit excessive in my estimation. So, I don't exactly enjoy it, but yeah, no, we're flying, but we never fly the same airlines consistently. So our points are all spread out everywhere.
0: Hmm. If only there was some kind. Ooh. And as you, you know, as you and Jeff are the lawyers, you guys know that this works when you just say we throw a TM on it. Um, maybe like we like we create some kind of system where you can like pull your points together to like you know use on one of the airlines. Yeah, see, we used to use... Yeah, we'll keep... This is more Jeanette's field. She's more the idea person.
1: We used to always just do orbits and uh, rack up the points, like the orbux or whatever they call them. But uh, here lately, the flights haven't been listed on orbits. They've just been listed on the airline website. So... Yeah. But... Anyway, yeah, so... uh, when I was putting my daughter to bed, we heard some feral-sounding howl outside, and it. Uh, not really sure what it is. So, if you see me go down at some point, like I'm being mauled by something, um, it's because I am. Okay. Yeah. But I'm risking it for the well, for the show for all the fans.
0: Well, naturally, I mean, this is why they come here. They've been missing you.
1: I mean, yeah. you know, that's why they pay me the big
0: bucks. Oh, that's exactly right. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion here. So, Barrett got a new phone today. He's had the same phone since, like, 2013 Mm -hmm. or, like, 2012. Um, And it's broken a couple times. And, like, he was really bummed out recently because he was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to replace my, you know, bum-ass phone. Uh, But his replacement is hilarious. He purposely got a flip phone. Why? 2023, Barrett got himself a flip phone. I don't know how it works with like Twitter and everything, or if he's just using his laptop like exclusively now for it. Okay, hold on. We gotta. He said he said to send him the. Let me send him this. Oh, this is good. Yeah, I I don't know why either.
1: Like, I understand that people like I. I basically, it took me my phone literally breaking. And the Verizon store not having any other kind of iPhone for me to switch from an iPhone without it with a button to one without a button like i didn't want I didn't want to lo- lo- give up my home button but uh I did it but I can't imagine wanting a flip- haven't had a flip phone since I was in high school'
0: I didn't know. I need to know. We're gonna fi- we're gonna get this figured out. He wanted he, he, he told good. me to call him in to drop so you could drop in and do all. But I think at this point it's like how do you have? And see this is this is what's so annoying. He's not even gonna pick up this damn phone call. If I was him.
1: Please
0: leave your message for Barrett so I thought you were gonna uh I was really, really expecting your voicemail to be uh leave a duval after the beep. um if it's not, you should seriously consider that and then you do so until the mic obviously fades out. Well, I hope you like this message, Barrett. Bye, Barrett Oh, oh. well government name Everybody knows who he is carrot butts right uh what did i what did i want to bring up yeah I, i'm trying to remember the last time i had a flip phone i, I had we a. On, I think a, we we're going 2010 yeah maybe i, I, no, maybe I we had one of those 2010?
1: i had an indestructible phone flip phone
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know those i'm talking about
0: yeah, the ones you could just – like, the, the Motorola – or, like, the, the bumpy ones that you could just throw in, like, water or, like, a Pepsi mm-hmm. or a beer. Yeah, yep. I, had, I had a friend who had one of those, and another friend knew that, and he would, like, constantly do whatever – like, he would always just grab it and throw it, like, in a pitcher or something. And honestly, it's crazy because, like, nowadays, like, we don't really – like – or nowadays, we know more about the dangers of germs, especially with, like, you know, the whole pan- – with the whole pandemic and all. Um, oh, yeah. So – it's just kind of like at the time, it's like, oh yeah, totally. Let's all just pull that out of the picture, and then we'll keep going back <laughs> to the picture.
1: Yeah. No, More I time, had
0: huh? now I wonder I... why people died in such numbers. <laughs> but it's necessary. We need that. We're overpopulated.
1: I mean, and it, and quite frankly, the ones of us that actually, are still I take that like, back because I'm not something. trying to say
0: the people that died in the pandemic overpopulated. I was trying to go back to like ten years ago, to like when we were doing <laughs> wild things and not thinking about germs. Um. But if you think about it, it probably built up our immune system
1: to help us better handle some of these sicknesses, you know? Mm. If it wasn't for throwing phones into pitchers and drinking out of them, the That's pandemic true. might have been a lot worse.
0: That's true. We were doing some wild shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Trying to, I mean, five-second rule? Yeah. I mean, I mean but... You know. That
1: still is kind of a thing, I guess. Yeah. My daughter goes by, like, the 30-second rule. mm. Or however long it takes her to realize she dropped her food and go back and get it. John Moran is so good at basketball.
0: Ooh, is he on right now? Mm-hmm. He is really good at basketball. So, ooh, okay. So Valentine's Day is coming up, and I'm really—I just—I ended up having like an epiphany today because the person that I'm—I'm I'm dating currently seeing, I think, got me tickets for Valentine's Day to Palgasol's Gasol's retirement jersey game because I brought her up the the day like I want to go so bad and she just kind of moved off the subject quickly and she did mention that she already <laughs> got me my gift and like I'm, I'm thinking that's for sure it and it's just cool because he's playing the Grizzlies or they're playing the Grizzlies and like on my bu- top of my bucket list on NBA players to see and this is I was probably gonna I thought I was gonna do this with like a you know a six dollar Clipper ticket uh but I'm trying to see Ja he's number one on, on the list
1: he's so fun to see in person yeah Oh, he's so fun to see in person.
0: I don't even care if the Lakers lose to him. Like, it just – he – watching the way he just spins in the paint and, like, he, he's honestly probably – I mean, Kyrie's the best finisher I've seen, you know, when it comes to the way he's able to finish with both hands. And even LeBron <laughs> at, in, in, you know, the first half of his uh, career was was unstoppable going to the rim. Like, it just seemed like the backboard was all, all his when it came to backboard layups. But uh I don't the way Ja just commands the paint like a big man in the center, like last season was nuts the way he was leading the league in pain points.
1: Yeah, um, him and Giannis.
0: Yeah. Just just absolutely insane. By the just I can I, and I love watching Giannis too. Last night, I mean I, actually I, I don't like when they I lose to the Lakers, day. but when the Lakers lose to the to the Bucks, but uh damn man, it's just crazy how it's just like his Euro step is literally from the three point line to the to a dunk at the rim.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: It, and he just slithers around. And it's so true because, like, the – I think it was Kevin Harlan who, who had mentioned it last night on TNT that he just – he literally throws his body the way he throws his entire body. Like, it's like – he's like, one elbow goes here, one elbow goes there. But it's true. It's like he, he places his length in all the spots that he can to get away from people and then just ends up at the rim every time.
1: Yeah. And he's – like, there's other NBA players that are, like, really tall – and also can, you know, handle the ball and take someone off the dribble. but And there's NBA players that are really tall and thick and, like, strong. But there's really not any that are both <laughs> besides him. <laughs> and so it gives him quite the advantage. I mean, I know Embiid is strong, but he's not as – he doesn't seem as thick. You know, like, just
0: like yeah. dense. Well, I mean, yeah. Honestly, like, I would have said the nicest shoulders I've ever seen in the NBA belong to Dwight Michael's, Howard, Michael Thompson in the '80s, yeah, and then Dwight Howard, older shoulders. Dwight Howard was easily number one, but I think it has to go Giannis now. Yeah, his shoulders are insanely cut, and I'm just like, shing, shing. whoa. I'm trying to get that too. I'm trying to get like that, like.
1: <clears throat> You're getting there. You're close. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get that. I mean, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Have you? uh Speaking of Dwight, have you watched that Special Forces
0: show? No, I've been meaning to because I want to talk to Billy about it and then get him on to talk to. Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, I've been. I'm not. I'm not caught like all the way up or anything, but I've okay. watched the first three so here, or so. So here's what we'll do. I'll, I'll get caught up a little bit on it and I'll kind of ask Billy if you know to watch an episode or two to get his opinion and if he'll hop on with us to talk about it. Um. Just because I was like, "This is right up everyone's alley," but I've been so when they when they talked to who they talk one of the soccer that when they talked to was it Carly Lloyd? No, I forgot mm. who they had or who's on the show. Um, She's on, yeah. Carly, it is Carly Lloyd on the show. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, when they talked to her about it, I was like, "Oh, this is just like because all it is it's just a challenge with special forces." Um, yeah, yeah. So. Speaking of which, one of the best shows that was like this was Stone Cold Steve Austin had his own show on CMT, the country music television network show. Um, and it was called Broken School Ranch. I'm familiar with CMT. Did you watch Broken School Ranch? I, 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 yeah. I don't, no. know why expl- I don't know why I'm like houseblading CMT to you. Uh, <laughs> that literally came up- from our schools.
1: When when I was growing up, literally every morning for breakfast, that's just what my parents would put on the TV instead of news. They would just put it on CMT and they play music videos.
0: The Fo- Was that the Fox News before the Fox News?
1: No, it was just music videos. It was like MTV back in the day, but just country
0: music songs. Yeah, and they were like, oh, people really like reality television. And, like, yes. what, what's crazy is, like, MTV learned after a while, like, about alcohol restrictions for some of their casts because of how out of hand things can get. But CNT had, it it was funny to see like, because I would watch some of the early reality television shows and like, seeing them not really know, like their production staff not really know that, and just seeing these Southerners thrashed on camera consistently, and I'm just like, oh my
1: (laughs) Yeah Let me Uh, tell you, a trashed redneck is one of the most funny or terrifying things you will ever see.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the um, so uh, I'm a big fan of the Jersey Shore. Obviously, greatest reality TV show of all time, but MTV has another show called The Florabama Shore. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. get wicked hammered on that show. Yep, also fantastic television. Um, and that's kind of given me an idea of, of, of a little bit of the Southern life. But I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, I can eat they, that shit uh, all day long. Do you watch the uh bat? You and Robo Aaron a little bit. Do I watch the what? Oh, do you watch the Bachelor? I don't watch the. Ba- I this is the number since I watch so much reality television and I love it so much. I get asked this question frequently, but I don't watch the Bachelor. I think it's because I liked really, really trashed um mm. like dating yeah. series shows like that, like Flavor of Love and Rock of Love <laughs> with Brett Michaels. And those are just like really, really shitty versions of The Bachelor. Yeah, a shot at love with Till Tequila. Yes. Uh, what is it? I love New York. Uh, <laughs> what was it? They're, they had two guys. Because what the brilliant thing about like what VH1 was doing at one point, and I, th- I, th- I think I talked to Billy about this too. But they were um, they could just find fan favorites from each of these casts, and they just kept giving them love shows. So we had flavor of love. And then we had I love New York. And then yeah. New York had these two, these two twin guys that she really liked. Uh, one was like chance. And the other one, I forgot what the other guy's name was, but they ended up getting their own dating show too. And it was like, wow, like, it was almost like a coaching tree of dating <laughs> reality series, flavor love, flavor, flavor, being like the Bill Belichick, or just like, you know, or like the Bill Parcells, just a legendary uh, coach when it comes to these kind of things, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I used to watch The Bachelor and Bachelor with Lydia, but really I just really cared about like the first week or two whenever it was like all of the people and it was the most just nonsense because mm-hmm. all the characters were there and you could tell that it was very obvious the ones who were just trying to get famous and so they would act just ridiculously. But I don't, I haven't watched it. I was going to watch this season because Lydia knows two of the girls that are on it. Oh wow! But they were both her sorority sisters, and uh, they were actually one of them was the big in the sorority. Uh, the the uh, one of them was the other like big little in the sorority.
0: Oh, can we get them? On and they're the both pod? on the
1: show. Do what? Can we get them on the pod? I'll see.
0: Okay. I'll ask Lydia. If that'd be all, it, be
1: exciting. would be awesome if she'll reach out to them. Yeah, I think would one you- of them. Allegedly, one of them goes like really, really, really far. So she would probably want expect some sort of compensation, but mm.
0: uh, <laughs> I might could get the other one. Okay, cool. Yeah, get the one with no compensation, or let's talking beep about our budget. Or if it's one of those. Uh,
1: but Ooh, I've got a lopic. All right. So I, I had I been on last week, it would have been more you know current event, but. If you were in charge of the military, how would you have taken out the balloon?
0: Hmm. Yeah, because they they, they it, right? And yeah. It was, it was yeah, really, yeah. Did you see? Uh, did you see Chris get on his boat? No. Oh, Chris posted a. Uh, he was chasing it down like it was a lifeboat chase. <laughs> um. Bow no, I arrow. didn't. I that. think a simple bow and arrow does it, right? You just need to pop it.
1: Yeah, at waste a whole like, missile. Yeah, I feel like once Wasteful. it's up that high, the you know, I don't really know how all the air pressure works, but I figure things up that high pop easier, right?
0: And don't it? It's like, don't we have like, I feel like missiles are expensive. Don't we just have like, couldn't we get like a drone? Like, we have all this drone technology that's like delivering to people's houses. Can't we just like fly something up there and then like the drone takes off from that and then just
1: you would think so. Or, you know, I mean, you know those stomp rockets? Did you ever play with those when you were little? No. It's like, so, oh yes, yes,
0: yeah, yeah, where you, where you stomp it and it shoots it up in the air. Yeah, 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 you could do do that, but
1: then instead of like the, the nerf rocket, you could put like one of those yard darts on there that like have the spike on the end of it. Oh, a yard. Uh-huh, a yard. And then you could just get somebody really big or a few people.
0: Ooh. Or... Okay, hold on, hold on. Here, I, I like where you're going with this, but I think we have to think bigger. Because a simple yards or a, a rocket stomp, stomp rocket, is not going to do it. What we need, what are they called? Um, the blob? The blob, yes, yes. We need yes. a blob. Okay. Yeah. So we need we need to set the rocket up with a point on one side, okay? And then now we need to think about the like like a Rikishi or like uh a, a Tony Baselli in his heyday. So um you know, uh maybe Who's uh, that
1: big Who's the big guy for the Patriots that always wore like the overalls? The big um, defensive lineman. Um Vince Wilfork.
0: Vince Wilfork. Okay. I was trying to I was trying to go with like a uh, I don't know. I can't think of his name. You're welcome, uh, Mark. Oh, um, um, pisses his pants and one stink. And what do they call him? Uh, like, is, Mark Slayers. Not Mark Schler. Mark Slayers. Yeah, yeah. He is Mark Schler, Yeah, he's famous for pissing his pants. <laughs> well, it's better than pooping your pants, Chris Paul Pierce. Didn't, didn't? I think he pooped his pants too, right? He, that's what they call. They just called him Stink. He just, he just oh, did it all yeah. out
1: there. Yeah, that's probably true. That's. I mm-hmm. think that's actually right.
0: I mean, how disgusting. And, and he represented media. <laughs> and like, isn't that crazy to think about? And
1: That's he disgusting. represented how to be a man.
0: You're welcome. That's what,
1: <laughs> the amount of times I'll be just like in the middle of a conversation, somebody will say thank you, and I go, you're welcome. And they just look at me like I'm super weird, and they don't get it.
0: Yeah. Man
1: 101.
0: They don't get the show. They're not cool.
1: What was the first one that he did? Was the first one was uh oh talking about how players show up to the first day of training camp, like, and all these ridiculous cars and like somebody showed up in like a hot air balloon or something.
0: Right. That's right. No, they, yeah, were, a- they were doing all that. Did somebody yeah. parachute in? And like it, it kind of went like a little bit of like not. It didn't go as smooth. Yeah, I do think that is yes. But yep. that's true because it because I think. Since then, it hasn't been. It, it died down a lot. I think a lot of the coaches got pissed off and were like, "No more." They no, they out. just
1: li- they just listened
0: to Mark Schlereth
1: and they're like, "I'm not being a man." That's true. I mean, <laughs> the, those bits that they
0: did after that were some of their funniest bits. Um that's when they were in their heyday. They were going really strong. Salute. Uh, so, so when you do listen back to Super Bowl week you're gonna, if you do, I don't know if you you had any plans, you're gonna notice right away, they, I, Chris really wanted to be at the Super Bowl, but they did a good job of separating Chris and Billy, because I have to say Chris and Billy were the stars of the show, besides Juju, Juju was number one, but, um, besides Juju Gotti, the two of them did a really good job of holding things down, because there was a lot of technical difficulties going on, and it was kind of, I don't know. Put a little damper on it. It didn't have the same vibe that Super Bowl week usually has, which is big week. Mm. They talked yeah. about how Kenny G maybe changed his number. Uh, <laughs> it, it, like, it, it was just uh, it was a, a lot of different things. Like I've been kind of bummed out because like well, even last year they didn't have Kenny G on, and I tweeted out last year uh, this image which got a lot more likes, but even this year got like twenty likes, which is you know to me a plethora. But, That's uh, met-
1: rolling up there with the big dogs.
0: Yeah. I feel like Chris a little bit shot a Salute to Waffle House. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I it, it was a picture of Kenny G. I, I love Super Bowl week. And last year they did a good job because you had the Mike Ryan shaving his head. And I, I thought, okay, finally there's, we're going to get some, uh, some payoff with some of these bits. But I, I just think our, our, unfortunately the show, they're working on a lot of different pods right now. Um, They've got a lot of different video projects in the work when they're already, you know, working understaffed as a video. I would say as a um, a video department, and they just need to keep. And they're still adding more and more people. But I think once they get into the new studio, um, you know, things will start to turn around a little bit here and there. But uh, some of the God bless football work that I was hearing today, the Stephen A. interview is really good, really funny. Um, Steve got's amazed that Billy was just really cool. So I think I think you'll just enjoy a few things. I'm just I'm just kind of giving you a little a little rundown ski. So when you do um end up checking it out and seeing what you got there, you know, I will uh, report back. Yeah, yeah. So NBA trade deadline happened. It did happen. To bring up a topic, were you excited? Were were you kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa? This is the mo- this is the most players ever traded in in deadline history. It was kind of it was. Nuts off and running. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I'm happy. You know, I I will say, does he even make a move? Yeah, we got Luke Kennard. Oh, that's right.
1: Now we have the two top three, the two top percentage wise three point shooters over the past that are the over the past three seasons. The two highest percentage three point shooters in the NBA are now in the Grizzlies.
0: That's Bane with Bane and uh
1: -hmm. and Kennard. Yeah, he's like forty five percent from three, and Bane's like forty three or forty one. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, they they really wanted OG and Obi, but and well, and they wanted uh, what's his name, um, Mikael Bridges, yeah. but because that because all the Grizzlies, all they really need what they need most is a wing, because. Dylan, I mean, I love him because he's a Grizzly, and he's a villain, and I like the villain. But his offense has just been so bad this year, and he doesn't have, like, an off switch. He just – it doesn't matter how bad, he, how off of a night he's. It's almost like a Westbrook thing where he – it, his confidence is, like, so high that he's incapable of realizing, like, hey, man, it's not your night. Please stop fucking shooting. He cost us a playoff game last year because when Jaw was out, because he was like, oh, Jaw's out. I guess that means I got to take all the shots Jaw's not here to take. And he missed all of them. And Desmond Bain should be taking all those shots. Ev- Bain should, yes. And Jaron Jackson is only getting like 10 to 12 shots a game. Mm. And he's shooting at like 80%. And that's including from three.
0: No, yeah, that guy's got to be touching the ball more because you know, I would say prior to his in- injury, he was just incredible. Yeah. He he's really lighting it up. He's really incredible. He was, he was just a really special player. Um, and I, you know, I think you're gonna get that, yeah, get that going again.
1: Yeah. So they really, I. I, I, I The GM came out today in like the post deadline press conference and was like, "We did not shop Dylan Brooks." Which, if that's the case, I mean, nobody believes that because every single name that came up was a wing player that we were trying to get, and they're they're all starting caliber wing players. Like they offered, we we offered (laughs) came out today, we offered every pretty much every pick we have for KD, Mm -hmm. but. Obviously, that didn't happen. I, I was very disappointed when I woke up Thursday morning t- to the notification that KD was going to the Suns.
0: Man, I was I w- I was so jazzed from D'Angelo Russell coming back to the Lakers that I was up the minute the trade dropped. And it was just pandemonium, man. It was wild. It was cool. See- like I think it was cool seeing people wake up to that in real time and seeing that reaction knowing that like a lot of people are already doing the math of like, okay, well, now this is happening, this is going on. But I think think the interesting thing is that people have started to come back down to earth. And the thing is, depth is going to be a really big issue for this team, especially when like as much as people want to give AD his shit for health issues, KD, Chris Paul, the two of them are known for just not being sustainably healthy.
1: Yeah, and then I I just saw a clip from it um, the other day. But they, uh, what is it, All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and um, Steven Jackson. They, I don't remember which one it was, but one of them very clearly had talked to somebody that knows something and were basically like, Katie's knee is substantially worse than they're letting on. And yeah, and Chris Paul. I mean, he's that's my whole thing. Is I don't see how they're going to be healthy. I don't see they're going to be healthy for a full playoff run, regardless. Much less healthy enough to kind of form some, get some sort of a continuity going before the playoffs even start. Now, granted, KD is a superstar. When Chris Paul's playing, he's a star. When Devin Booker's playing, he's a star. And so I mean they're gonna be good. But yeah, they have no depth. And also the Mavericks have no depth. Everybody's hyping them up. And they mm-hmm. have n- nothing. They they're two really good above at like role player is a is a insult to them because they're really good. The two really good pieces they had, they gave up to get Kyrie. So now it's Kyrie, Luca, and people yeah but
0: i don't know no i yeah i kind of wish it'd be interesting because it's going to be like iso ball city and to be honest it, it's the the as much as the nba is you know pace and space and three-point game when you get into the playoffs it locks down a lot more yeah it becomes a little bit more traditional and you start to see a lot of like motion offenses and all this stuff kind of go out the window and it yeah. becomes more of an iso ball game so I think that might benefit Dallas in that respect, because yeah, the one thing is they've you know even with the two guys they shipped out, I mean they were really, still they still really weren't nothing much, and when Luca was out of the game, they just struggled. Oh, they're terrible and, without Struggle to the point where it's like, oh, this team is a better team if they're starting Christian Wood alongside Luca, but they can't afford to do that because they need Christian Wood's offense with a second yeah. unit, or when they when they sit Luca. So and like that team was always clearly is always clearly better when they have the two of them in. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just because oh, yeah. you have JaVale McGee on the bench. Well maybe now that you have Kyrie, you can start Wood alongside the there too and just the the, the Mavericks hope this year is just we're gonna out offense people. Yeah. That, because they, well, they really don't have a they don't have a good four, let alone a good five yeah. on there. And it's just, no, they have they have I mean, Christian Wood is good. Them. Offensively, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but he's not going to be the difference maker down low with a lot of these guys in the Western Conference.
1: Yeah, well, and the thing with Christian Wood, which is like with a lot of the a lot of these younger, really good players, is that they've all he's always been on shit teams. And when people are always when young players come in and they're always on these shit teams, they oftentimes have a hard time kind of uh i don't know what the right word well it's the same thing with when dylan brooks got drafted by the grizzlies for the uh, for about a season and a quarter he was the only player we had and we were terrible so he took all the shots and now he's still used to taking all the shots and so he does and he's not good at it and it's the same thing with other. they're just used to well, I'm just going to do my thing when I'm on the court. It's really not about a team thing. I'm just going to get mine, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. I I hate playing the Mavericks because the Grizzlies thrive on causing like just chaos, like, you know, speeding the other team up, getting them kind of out of control, getting the game rolling, <clears throat> and uh, Luca is, well, in the Celtics, but the Mavs, especially, are the only team. The Grizzlies, you can't speed him up. He's gonna go his speed, and and that's just gonna be that.
0: But dude, that, I had that, so much. I had so much fun watching him drop. I think it was it a fifty burger. I think it might have been. No, I, he dropped forty nine points. But when, I got to see when I when I saw him score off with Dame uh, when mm. I was back in Fort Worth recently. Um, that was so cool. That was like I was like I'm gonna. Check this off in the old memory ring. It's going to be very, very special.
1: Yeah. It's uh, – I think if – it, as long as the Grizzlies don't get the Mavericks in the playoffs, I'll be fine. Like, literally with anyone else in the West, I'd be okay with the seven-game series. The Mavericks just – the slow pace would drive me nuts. Um, but then – Yeah, I mean, really all – yeah, all the Grizzlies really needed – well, they could have used a veteran. I mean, Steven Adams is the oldest player on the team, and he's not even 30. Um, And uh, they could use a little bit of some veteran leadership on the team. But they just had no shooters. And with Ja, you get so many wide-ass open threes – Because, I mean, it's the LeBron
0: and Luca effect—the way they're able to get to the rim and penetrate. Yeah, really. I mean, the shooter. Yeah, he was the pass, the passer that those two guys were. Maybe with the with the poor shooting you have, it it elevated. But yeah, yeah, you 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 actually need to surround him with uh, average to above average shooting. Yeah, you know, just to really, really ignite that team even more. Because that, that's why, I mean, that's why Desmond Bain flourishes so much. That dude probably just beasts oh, yeah. on open threes.
1: For sure. I mean, it, it's gotten to the point now where in the fourth quarter, like if it's a tight game, they'll they'll throw two people at Jaw. They'll face guard Bain. And then it's like, well, what are you going to do? But now with, if, if we have Luke Kennard in – I, I And I feel ridiculous saying this out loud. Like Luke Kennard is going to be some savior. Luke Kennard. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah.
1: But he can shoot. You're like whenever, yeah. Whenever we had damn Grayson Allen, is as much as he's easy to hate. If you leave him wide open, he'll make you pay for it. But uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm I mean, and we're young. You. You. Uh, teams typically don't win a championship or even make it to the finals until their superstar is much older than anybody on our team is i think that i think uh, somebody did like a i read some story on some some i think it's like 28 years old is the average to win like a superstar is really at his prime and can actually get his team to the finals I think Giannis. Giannis was one of the younger ones, and he was like twenty seven. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. So did your brother uh, enjoy the snowstorm or the ice storm?
0: Yes, he did. I. Uh, he was sending his pictures. The one thing I was worried about is like he has this. The he lives on the top floor of this apartment, and he mm-hmm. the first week we moved him in, like. I don't know. I'm don't i the type of person where, like, if I get hurt, I'm typically okay. But if somebody – if I see someone else get hurt, like, I get a little panicky. My heart, like, sinks into my butt. You know what I mean? Like, you just feel really awful. Um, yeah. And my brother, like, took a little bit of a fall off his steps. And, and this is, like, some remind you. But it's because the, there's this stupid flaw in design where, like, they're all full steps. And then on the very last step, they make, like, this – it's, like, half a step. So when you step down, it's really hard to tell, distinguish the floor from that mm. stupid little half step, and you—it's easy to catch. And yeah, like that
1: when they were when they drew it up, they were like, "Oh shit, we didn't count the steps right. We got to add
0: a half one here." Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a gap, and he uh, sent us picture. The very first thing he sent us a picture of was like his icy steps, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like whatever you do, just like I'm like, don't even like he. My brother has, like, a pretty sweet setup in that he lives across the street from a Costco, right? So, um, you know, head to toe Costco, if you know, you know. Um, and he, uh, I, I just wanted to tell him, like, just walk there. Because I was looking at videos of just people sliding all over trying to drive places, and I was like, don't. I wanted to tell him, like, being that we're Californians and, like, Californians don't know how to drive in the rain, <laughs> I would not suggest, I would highly just suggest, hunkering down at home best he can however you can um and luckily he uh with his job the way it is he, he you know in these he work he's worked remote before so it, it has yeah. benefits him in that way
1: yeah my um so my sister and brother-in-law were coming back from somewhere in Mexico and they did a connect through Dallas but they got stuck there because of the ice. And, uh, so they were waiting on the, they had to stay the night and they were waiting on the, uh, that, well, at first they said they went out to get a taxi, but the line for a taxi was, she said, she was like, I'm not exaggerating. And it was a minimum mile long. And so they ordered an Uber and they sat outside for the, for the Uber for an hour And the Uber. They said they were watching on their phone. And so when it got close, they kind of went up to the little pickup area and the car just drove right past them just left so they ordered another uber i hate
0: that shit that's a it drives me nuts i know it happened to me in miami uh and, uh, and like it happened to me in miami at like five in the morning after moss because like we like because chris cody and the sheets and giggles guy wanted to go out and like look at me louie um and uh yeah when they when they ended up leaving like i was out with my friend so we ended up staying out and then he was just like yeah you know i forgot i had this brunch i gotta do and I was like, oh. And it was like 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, girl, I need to take an Uber back to our Airbnb. Our Airbnb, sorry. So that's, that's what we called it. But yeah. Uh, you know, it, I was luckily able to find it. But, I, but the, the dude did the same thing. He drove right fucking past me. And I was on the phone with him, too. And I'm like, that's, I'm like, you just drove right by me. And he's like, oh. And then hung up and decided otherwise.
1: Um. Oh, but then she said that, so my brother-in-law ordered another one. And it was like showing some, uh, like a Camry or a Corolla or something on the app was going to get them. And it, my brother-in-law never told her, but apparently the guy texted my brother-in-law like, hey, I'm not in the car that it's showing. I'm actually in my Hummer. My car can't make it in these on these roads. Is that okay? And my brother-in-law was like, yeah, absolutely. Cool. That's fine. Thanks for letting me know. Anyway, my sister didn't know. And so when the Uber pulled up and it was a Hummer, he was like, all right, this is our car. And she's like, no, it's not. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was pulling up in a Hummer. She was like, well, is it the same license plate? He goes, well, I don't know. They didn't give me a license plate for it. She said she was like, I don't know. And she opened up the back door and there was like a bunch of chains and ropes in the back seat. And she was like, hell no, absolutely not. No chance. And my brother-in-law finally got her in the Ooh, car. Looks and like he kind of was like, "Rihanna a fan, huh? Super um, Rihanna week. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> and she was like, said that she was riding. And the guy was like, yeah, this is, so this is my weekend kind of like fun off-roading vehicle. So I have all these in here in case I get stuck. And she said they literally on the way to the hotel were like having to drive on the medium because, not because the roads were bad, but because so many, or the roads were bad, but the because the cars were stuck in the middle of the road. So they're having to drive down the medians to and get somewhere. That's
0: one of the craziest things about Texas is how people just leave their cars. Yes. On the road.
1: They they like, do it in Memphis too.
0: Like, like like the so I've been there two times now, and for both times I've I've gotten a good lay of the land because I've been there for like the first time was like eleven days or yeah mm-hmm. eleven days, and the second time was like nine days. So um, I've had plenty of time there, and each day I'm on that highway. There's just people leaving their cars. Oh yeah. Out, 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 Okay. Well, this is my parking spot
1: for the night, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, it I mean they do that, they do that here too, like especially like I was saying, especially in Memphis. And you can tell how long the car has been there by whether or not it has a it'll have like a pink sticker on the window. Because if like a state trooper or a police officer sees it, they'll like stop and check the vehicle. And if they see like, okay, there's nobody in it, there's nothing wrong with it, it just needs to be towed. Cause you obviously mm-hmm. you can't just leave a car on the side of the interstate. Yeah. Then they'll put a pink sticker on it. And it normally takes a while for the, somebody to stop for it. But, uh, yeah, no, they just, you, yeah, just leave it there. I mean, we were, uh, so we were in Houston when that snowstorm hit and Houston didn't get any of it, but our flight got canceled the first day to go back to Memphis. Cause Memphis got smacked with it. And then, uh, So we flew back the next day and I, so the Memphis airport has like a big parking garage. that's probably, I don't know, uh, maybe a quarter mile walk to the door of the airport, but then they have a parking garage that's right outside the door to the check-in. I mean, literally like you get out of your car and you walk across the like pickup or the drop off lanes and you're inside. And that's where I parked because between my wife and my two-year-old daughter, we were not exactly on time. So uh, parked there on the very end. It was on the top floor of the parking garage. Well, when I get back, when I tell you it was like a solid sheet of ice on the top of that parking garage, I mean, like, there wasn't even like grooves in the ice where people have been driving on it. Like it was a literal ice skating rink like i Damn. i t- i had I, I like was trying to break through the ice and you could not break through the ice i mean so i was like well shit how am i going to get down and so i while well, i was letting my car heat up and thaw so i could get some of the ice so i could get the ice off my windshield i was like all right i'm just going to walk over here to the little ramp that you know you get down the parking garage i'm like surely they've like treated that I walk over there No. It's a big curved ramp, solid sheet of ice, and, I was, and it was and I had literally at that time I'd had my truck for well, I guess three days, no four days at that point, my new vehicle, and so I was like, I'm gonna total this damn thing four days into it, but I get it there, finally, I drive about maybe a quarter mile an hour, and I ease down it. And I kind of st- – well, actually, first, so I- to check to see if the ramp was, like, really icy or it just looked icy, I walked down it. And then I got to the bottom, and realized I couldn't get back up it. Oh, so I had so to – oh, yeah. No, I had to literally, like, hold on. Like, the wall had, like, these little light fixtures in the side of it for, like, when it's nighttime. they like, shut out, And so I had to, like, grab onto the light fixtures and pull myself up, like, literally pull <clears> myself up. But I finally made it down, and then I got – well i had to back up three different exit ramps out of the airport because every time i start to go down one i'd see that it was blocked off by a large suv like a black suv and i couldn't figure out what it was and so finally i was able to get out and then i realized it was the secret service for the vice president yeah yeah so that was fun And, of course, the one exit that was not blocked off was the icy exit. So that was even more fun. But we made it home.
0: God, that's terrifying. So here we are. Not here. But, yeah, no, Southerners,
1: Southerners. I I know you say California people can't drive in the snow, but neither can Southerners. Hmm. We we do at least typically have four-wheel drive. But the problem is the... The people that would like to watch the Floribama and be on the Floribama drive, like, 80 miles an hour, and the rest of the people drive, like, 10. Mm. So it creates issues. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Snow, man. Snow's wild. It's a wild thing. Would you rather live somewhere that gets a lot of snow or live somewhere that gets a lot of hurricanes? Shit.
0: Snow. Am, wait, am, I getting right. a lot of, am I getting a lot of flooding with the snow still?
1: No. No, 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 no. Just snow. Just snow.
0: No, fuck a hurricane. Fuck that shit. All right. Fuck tornadoes. Fuck snow. Fuck... I mean, That was my next hurricanes. question.
1: Hurricanes or tornadoes? Hurricane. Hmm.
0: I have a much See, better chance of surviving a hurricane.
1: Well, the thing about tornadoes is if a tornado is coming... It is a very low probability that you're anywhere near it, even if it's coming like within your general area. Cause we but get, it I looks like it's get, not moving. We get like 10 a year.
0: Terrifying.
1: I mean, I had, I've, when I was growing up, we had one literally go through our front yard. You have a storm shelter? Uh, we had a, like a basement. And you get a storm shelter now? Um, No, I've been actually, cause, I they don't like I said I've grown up in this general region and so I'm used to tornadoes I've seen like seen a fairly close countless ones but it freaks my wife out yeah The fucking so, terrifying
0: as shit are you kidding me I've been teaching nope. about them all like the last week and yeah. having to teach about Tornado Alley and Dixie Alley and all this shit and I'm just like oh my god what the hell yeah no, and, I'm like, and, and then like trying to teach them about like what happened in the fall of 2021 when like and i was like oh and i was trying to tell them too like i had a, like was, pam was texting us all through that when like all those tornadoes were touching down you know up up in the north and, and the east yeah and whatnot so
1: yeah no we uh and the the well the, the thing that always freaks me out is it's it's like you know typically like pouring 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 windy as shit and then all of a sudden everything just gets really still like the rain stops the wind stops it almost looks like the sun's trying to come through the cloud a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you just hear like a f- literal freight train sound it's so eerie is it the warning like is it the so, town playing the warning of like, tor- like no, tornado no no that's the, the tornado sounds like a freight train oh god yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> if you, when, if, cause I like when it's when we get like a warning or something, cause we have a siren, like a tornado siren right at the front of our neighborhood. And so, I mean, if it's there, we hear it. And I have a weather rate radio as well. Um, but when it's a tornado warning, I will go outside and stand on like the front porch because they don't sneak up on you. But when you start <laughs>
0: I'm just getting this image of like a tornado like tiptoeing. <laughs> just...
1: Yeah, as soon as as soon as the rain kind of like lets up a little bit and the wind kind of stops. And well and oh and also like the when it's tornadic weather, like if it's warm outside, the wind will be super cold, or if it's cool outside, the wind will be super hot. 'Cause you know, it's two fronts running into each other.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And so I taught, that. Kind of I, I, I
0: taught that this week.
1: <laughs> and yeah. And so when you go out there and you kind of feel like the wind die down a little bit and then the rain stop, it it's like, okay, I'm gonna go inside and try to get my family, my wife and daughter into the bathtub without freaking them out. So, yeah, that's... I've only had to put a mattress over them in the bathtub once in this house. Mm. That was good.
0: I'll never... I, you know, I'm glad I'll never have to do that.
1: Yeah, have y'all... I mean... Have there? Have y'all ever even been under a tornado watch out there? Never. Like, the never. word tornado... I've seen, I've seen the... I've potential seen the dust
0: tornado. One. I've seen the dust storm ones. That's it. Uh, but that's out in the desert, and those are so minimal like we used to just ride through them on our bikes like quads or you know yeah or if we we're on a motor a, a two-wheel you know
1: that's wow so i guess the only there's the only like disasters y'all have out there like flooding and wildfires and do you have mudslides yeah real bad ones is that like y'all's
0: main yeah wildfires earthquakes and uh and and mudslides i would say because like santa barbara montecito the area where like all uh where like all the fame famous and rich people live so like oprah has a house in montecito ellen like that type of money um when so they just like i think ellen was posting like a video of, like a, like a little river like running through the backyard of her house because that's how bad the flooding was hmm. but in that area that she lives in like i think 34 people passed away because like. The mudslides literally trampled through the town. Mm. Um, it was it was really bad, but yeah, the wildfires are, are I would say are probably our are, are most consistently worst thing, especially because I live next to the foothills, and the San Gabriel Valley mountains. So like we have like I'm like when Jeff talks about them, he the smoke he's seeing is like literally in the hills right behind my house. So mm. um, that always sucks. They're always here. They're they're always lighting up right here. You literally see the flames from my porch. You know it's like, damn it, can't go running outside tomorrow now. Air quality's gonna be way too fucked up.
1: Yeah, we we don't ever have wildfires. We get smoky air quality like a couple times, two different times a year. Like farms will burn the fields Mm -hmm. to like burn it off so they can replant. Yeah, and that that time of year it's really smoky, but it's never like, hey, we might get burned up in a fire.
0: No, yeah, the little the literal sky above my house will be a whole different ugly yellow gray.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Jeff sent me a picture of it last year. I guess I, yeah, I guess it was last year. He sent me a picture of like standing outside, and it was wild looking.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, oh, dude, because. You're in the pandemic. It was so crazy. Everything that was happening in 2020, but we had like all those like record-breaking fires like all over the state, mm-hmm. and they all kind of combined. And that's when like you had those really crazy like orange-red pictures of like San Francisco and and the ones here too. All right, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna wrap up our pod here.
1: Okay. Oh wait, real quick. It was th- was there like an NFL game that was affected by the smoke, or am I making that up?
0: It could have been a Rams game. I, for some reason, it would have to be a, a Ram, or maybe a think, or you no, know, because it could have been. It could have even been the Niners because they play outside.
1: I think it was the Niners. Yeah, it was. It was either it was either a football game or a might have even been a baseball game. I don't know what season it was, but I just remember some sporting event where they were talking about like there's a potential they're going to have to relocate the game because of the smoke. I don't think they did. But I do think it was a Niners game.
0: No, yeah. During That's that wild. time, it was like we didn't see the normal sky for weeks. It was ugly.
1: Huh. All right.
0: That's California. You're welcome. That was LTC. We got Aaron out in Memphis, Mississippi, myself here in Southern California, which is not on fire right now. Thankfully. Have a good one.